there. It's right back there. I don't even know what yeah. businesses are there yeah. yet because I just, I, I guess I didn't really go to that area of Andover, so, so to mm-hmm. speak, so much. I yeah. stuck to like the festival and Target area and right. stuff like that when it was festival. Skate park area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, man. The old days, longboarding around. Mm-hmm. Straight up, dude. And I never had my own longboard, so I was always reliant on other people. <laughs> Otherwise, I was biking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I missed, Biking's cool, too. I, biking I was definitely more efficient. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like there was just some sort of aesthetic to having a longboard and riding the longboard in Andover, you know? like It just seemed like that was what people did, was they longboarded. Went to well, bunker. Yeah, exactly. I was just yeah. saying we had bunk, bunker. We had bunker beach, so like mm-hmm. that was the thing to do. I mean, I don't know how. I I wish I could keep account of like how many hours I've spent in Dude, bunker. Like yeah. just whether that was longboarding, frolfing, or even like when I was super young, you go pull up to the bunker beach to go like hit on females and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, super facts. Yeah, hundred yep. percent. Fucking I remember I almost, drived, I, almost dr- I almost died in the wave pool. In the wave pool? Yeah. What? Crazy. Yeah, and I was super Too young, many people? <laughs> no, I just, my dumb ass was like, you know what I'm going to show off? I'm going to go as far out as I possibly could. Right and up on I the just border. I was like not big enough. <laughs> not, I wasn't old enough, not big enough, not good enough at swimming yet to where I could be out there. So all of a yeah. sudden the waves hit. And then there was some guy around me that grabbed my shirt and pulled me up because I was one of those self-conscious dudes that always wore a shirt. Oh, yeah. So this dude grabs my shirt, pulls me up, and throws me back into the more shallower water. I was like, shout out my man. Unnamed man, Bunker Beach. Saved your life. Still here today. Facts. Intro. Um, I suppose. Welcome back to the Gotta Be Good Podcast. We're out here today at Axel Apartments. It's the day after St. Pat's. Surprisingly, not down that bad today for once for a podcast. Usually, we're super hungover. Yeah. What'd you guys, did you guys do anything for St. Uh, Pat's? Nah, not me. He uh, was grinding. He was grinding. Oh, okay. I was out networking. Oh, okay. Um, I was working, and then literally, we're cutting it close for tomorrow's drop. It's yeah. exporting as we speak right now, <laughs> and I still got to go back home and upload it, which takes like four to six hours. Oh, shout out to Tony, so, man's uh, yeah. I was grinder. just I just edited it right before I got here. Like, Damn, couldn't. I know I texted you early as hell this morning. You were already up. Yeah. So I was like, I was up at like. I surprisingly was up pretty early too, and I didn't, I didn't go to bed till like four or five a.m. Yeah. Um. I uh, last night went to Bunnies, which is in St. Louis Park for a few hours got a bunch of free jameson merch so that's Hell cool yeah. and then we went to the loop in west end which was cool not to like brag but like i was with some girls that like knew like one of the like top dogs that worked there so we got to skip like the whole line because oh, last night sick. it was freezing last that, night and that place is usually super packed on the loop it was pretty packed um but not like how it normally. I feel like everyone migrates to St. Paul during St. Pat's. Yeah. Or yeah, like I you suppose. know somewhere in uh, Minneapolis. We attempted to go to the our DTC last night and the Rhino, but someone in our group like left their phone in the Uber, and there's this horrible oh, deal. Oh, tragic. We'll get into that later. Yeah, but. I was just about <laughs> to say I got FOMO, but not no more. <laughs> well, wanna... the thing was like shout out. To uh, you know who you are, you lost your phone, but you probably saved me a lot of money because I was ready to go throw some money at some females, hundred percent. 
Shout out DTC and Rhino. <laughs> yeah, but, I was watching all the snaps and stuff. Was it like, was fun. Fuck. It was fun. Um, it was just like me and like four girls for the longest time, then shagging along. But um, more important is we got Tandy on the podcast today. Hello. Thanks for coming down, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Really Thanks for having it. me. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Been trying to do this for a while. We just kept nothing. Everything kept I, not you lining know up and we're we're adults and we got lives and that. you know it's hard to make time sometimes so oh, I, yeah. I completely understand it and you're fucking dad oh so, yeah that's, that's you know. the big thing bro is trying to manage everything around that mm-hmm. you know because i can't manage that around everything so it's, yeah. for the rest of your life you gotta like you know be worried about someone else mm-hmm. like at all times so yeah i get it yeah. um i i understand as well like it's definitely nice to at least get the communication between you know mm-hmm. as well just as if you got something going on let us know we'll work with you oh uh, yeah it, uh i mean we're not necessarily doing it for us we right gotta, it's more for you guys, guys honestly yeah you know what pretty I mean? much it's content it's hanging out getting your story out there more yeah and just if you're having a bad day let us know you don't want to pull yeah. up you don't got to pull up but just let us know talk to us right we're not we're not gonna bite you we'll just Just, stuff some booze down your throat yeah (laughs) which will just uh make the sadness prolonged but yeah or like even just (laughs) i can be a therapist too man just come on talk we can go back and forth about how much we cry (laughs) i don't do that but um so did you grow up in blaine your whole life then so i I started in Ham Lake, bro. So I was born and in, in, raised in Ham Lake. And then um, when I was young, uh, I bounced around a bit um, and then mo- ended up, long story short, moved into my grandparents' house, which had like 13 people living in that house at the same time, which, you know, it's not... All family? Not, yeah, all family. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not exactly ideal. But, um, you know, we, make it, we made it work. Um, I went to Blaine High School, though, so mm-hmm. I had that connection of Blaine High School, but I also, like, all my cousins were, oh, my Andover. cousins were my best friends, bro, yeah, so it's like, same. I just happened to, you know, migrate into Andover and fit in with Andover kids more, and then, you know, because I did that, then all of a sudden I'm in Anoka, so I, I bounced around, I was, you know, close with people from all over the cities, but I went to Blaine High School, and then I didn't like Blaine High School, so I went to Step. I don't know. I went to yeah. Step, too. Yeah, I, uh, my, I did that full-time. My third try senior year, I went full-time Step, and I only had two classes, so I went to school for about three hours a day. That's crazy. That's I literally fire. left Step full-time my senior year, um, third trimester. I went back to Blaine High School. <laughs> just to so just say what's up. Yeah, cause it was, what's up, homies? It's about to end. <laughs> yeah. Why not go hang out with my friends while I got time, I guess? Yeah, no, I mean, I went to Andover most of my life, but then I actually, uh, senior year, we moved to Coon Rapids, and I could have still went to Andover, but yeah. honestly, never really loved it there. Shout out to all the day ones, though. I'm not hating on any of you guys. You know who you are, yeah. but I've never really loved Andover at all. So, went to Coon Rapids, you know, it was fun, like, being the new kid and stuff, and then, but I'd also go to Step halfway through the day, and then third try, I didn't go to Crabs at all. I just yeah. went to Step, so. It's kind of fun being the new guy sometimes, too. Yeah, dude, that, it's pretty dope. I hated it. You hated Step? I hated being the new guy. Oh. I went to Crossroads. Oh, okay. For, I went there on purpose. 
Not because I was a bad child, because I hated Andover. I was a bad child at Andover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was the <laughs> worst said, of oh, the worst, yeah. right? And then I didn't fit in there. Teachers didn't like me, all this shit. Fucking, they didn't even want me in their class. I didn't even talk. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a loud kid. They just didn't like me. And then I did online school and did that for a year and got absolutely nothing done. Sat at home and pretended to work. Yeah. And probably got like half a credit for a whole year. And I was like, I, my only option is Crossroads to mm-hmm. even try and make shit up. And I graduated on time, but I didn't have full credits because shout out to my teachers. You know who you are. Yeah, just for real. <laughs> they, they pushed me to be, to actually succeed and stuff. And like, yeah. I was like the good kid at Crossroads. Yeah. But I fit in with everybody. Everybody was doing the exact same thing I was doing. I was just very to myself. So it was a nice school. Do you feel like you have that aspect too? Like for me, even to this day, like at work, I am very like, it's not like I don't talk to people I work with, but I'm just very like, I'm here to do my job and then go home. Yeah. I'm not here to make friends. Like, so it's almost like I come off as shy, but hang out with me outside work. I promise you, I'm not like that at all. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, you got to kind of put on an image as well at these places mm-hmm. where you're working. I'm at just trying to, to like behave and you know, yeah. keep to myself. And that's how I behave is just doing my thing. And right. I always tried to be the funny kid when I was growing up. Bro. Like I just really, I, it, for whatever reason, I always loved making people laugh. Yeah. Loved making people happy, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I would go way overboard. So I'd always, you know, I, I got in trouble all the fucking time in school for no reason. Just doing stupid you shit. You probably meant well, though. Yeah. And you, that's didn't mean to, genuine, you didn't mean like, to hurt that's feelings the, or anything The weird like that. thing that you can't explain to somebody, you know what I mean? Like, like I promise you I was not trying to be a dick, yeah. but I was a dick, you know? Like, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's, it's like, almost like, too, is like, if I, um, if I don't talk shit to you, that means I probably don't like you. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking shit to you because I do like you. It's almost like, a, like that very bro-y, like... I'm giving you shit because I'm pushing you to be better. Facts, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you grew up playing baseball then too? Yeah, I played baseball. I played football, played basketball, and then realized that I didn't want to work hard enough to play some sports. You know, football, it requires you to be oh, super yeah. in shape. You got to run all the, you know, um, Two a days and shit. You're running fucking during killers school. and during. Yeah. I think two days during summer. Isn't yeah, it's it? during summer. You're so not even in school yet. Yeah, so yeah, I right. I was just not willing to put enough work into to to be at the level that I could have been. You know, I was like oddly like not trying to flex or nothing. Like I was oddly really good at like most mm-hmm. sports that I tried playing. Yeah, like that was just my one thing is I was good at sports. I feel it. And. uh so like football, I played quarterback and I was a big dude. So it was like, you know, you got to commit to a losing weight if you're going to play fucking quarterback. And then I just wasn't trying to do that. I so think though, almost too, like when you're younger, like you don't have to be like super. Right. Like you can still be, it like just gets to big, a point where eventually then, you're like, all right, you're a junior in high school now, bro. If you want to do anything with football, you, you got, that's like, this I, is what has to happen. I stopped playing yeah. football because I've always been super small. So then come like high school, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make it out of here. And yeah. then within a year, I quit playing hockey too. But when you're, when you're in hockey, like if you're on your skates, ain't no one touching you. It doesn't matter how big you are. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I was a hockey boy, but after 
like the politics that's drops so in. big bro that it's, goes unsaid yeah. so much who's how dad? bad politics are in it's like who's dad's coaching here. that's on the hockey board Facts. The last, yeah the last year i played i was i was trying out to be on the high school team mm-hmm. and like the junior high school team obviously but um they were only picking three from our pool in the tryouts yeah they picked obviously the coach's son and now like they picked three of us to look at and then of course they picked the coach's son and the whole year obviously was just not as good with him on the team not i don't want to say names but yeah um i that fucked me because all the other spots below me got all filled up so i went down to b2 Ooh. Like I went far down, and there's. I was know, always I was a B two player, but I just kind of looked at it like, dude, if you play hockey in Minnesota, every other kid plays hockey, so it does come down to politics. But also, there's just too many kids that play yeah. sports. So. And I was practicing with all like the high school kids, like those were my friends yeah. in hockey and stuff. So I was uh, really into it, training outside of just practice and stuff at yeah. like rinks and shit with them. Those kids were a lot bigger than me, but I, I just played defense. Yeah. I had the potential. And once I saw my name not on that list at the Y, I was yep. like, it crushes Fuck, you, dude. dude. Yeah. I was in tears instantly and seeing that other kid's name and seeing like how much more work I had to put in to even just get picked up for mm-hmm. these three. The other kid too, me and him were competing like it was between us two for sure but then the coach's son yeah so both of us got fucked yeah that sucks that's how baseball was man like so my my senior year of baseball i stopped playing because i went for varsity tryouts and stuff like that and my mom was on the board of of baseball mm-hmm. in blaine yep. which you know would have been politics or whatever, but I still yeah. like, even though my mom is on the board, bro, there's still, I'm, I'm getting a very good tryout. I'm yeah. top three tryouts in the, in the fucking age group. And, um, my mom's on the board and everything. And all of a sudden I come to look at the tryout list. Cause they always posted it online before they announce it mm-hmm. or anything like that. So they, I'm looking at this team online, the A team's full, the B team's full. I'm like, what the fuck dude, yeah. where's my name? Yeah. Not and they're like, oh, yeah, we just forgot to put you on a team. Uh, you How want- do you forget to put me I'm on like, a team, I'm like, what bro? the fuck are you talking about, yeah. bro? My mom is on the board. You know who I am. How do you forget yeah. to put me on a team? So then they're like, well, what team do you want to be on? I'm like, well. Preferably the A one. Well, like, <laughs> what, how are you going to ask me what team I want to be on? I was like, I mean, this is this is just weird. And I'm a, I'm a fucking senior in high school at this point. Like, oh, damn. Yeah, bro. Like, there's not really it's this is my traveling or not this is before senior year of high school this is my last year of traveling and then i stopped playing traveling and then played for the high school for a little bit but this is like when i stopped wanting to really try for baseball because i have a really good tryout and then all of a sudden i don't make any team and they're like oh yeah we forgot to put you on a team and then fuck you mean just just curious um do you know what your mom like did for the board like did she was, was she like the gambling manager or anything like that? Well, so my mom's, my mom was like the, uh, she was just one of the board members of, um, the MYAS or whatever mm-hmm. or Blaine. I'm just really curious because my mom actually was on the hockey board too, just because she was the gambling manager. Remember when like William, 
before Willie's, it was Tanner's. Yeah. So she sold pull tabs and she's a game manager for Tanner's and Pappy's and Andover and half of the money we got from pull tabs went to like youth hockey. Yeah. So she was on the board, but I never got any special treatment at all. I mean, I was a B2 player most of the years. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So it is I politics, but it's almost that. like, it's almost more of like, um, what even your parent does on the board, they'll get you farther. I True. yeah, I don't think my parents were ever on the board. I totally forgot about the board thing. Yeah, and at the YMCA for hockey, all the names they have a the meeting like every month. Board, yeah, straight you know? up so every every month. You you would you can tell by you look at the teams, the A team. You go look at the board. Yeah, every fucking parent of the kid is on the board. Yep. So it's, and not all. Some people do are just athletic. Some people are and, talented yeah. for were talented. I, yeah. So like we're, nobody's trying to knock anybody. Yeah, I'm not we're saying not that like everything that nobody is deserves scripted. to be yeah. on those. I'm teams not saying or anything anything's like scripted, that. Just, but there is politics that go into this shit. Yeah. Like, and it needs to be addressed. I think. But did you? Yeah. Uh, it kills dreams. Yeah. It certainly does. That's, we're making our own dreams now. So yeah. It's all good. <laughs> That's true. Um, did you actually go play ball at ASU? So I went down to Arizona. And moved down there to go to college at Arizona State. And I was going to play baseball and stuff like that. And then before I left to go down there, I fucked up my shoulder playing football. With Ooh. Do you know, you know uh, Justin? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bailey, we were all playing at the park over by Justin's house. And I fucking completely dislocated my shoulder and, and like tore my AC Just joint like or something like that. Like no, I was or... tackling Nate. Because <sighs> we Nick? played tough fucking dude, dude he's, he's he's tough a and boy, he's so though. bony yeah. bro yeah and, he's tough though dude. yeah and he so he fucked up my shoulder while i was tackling him and then i ended up going down there and i didn't have like enough money to fully pay for my own way through asu it's so, expensive to go out of state right and so i just went to this broadcasting school rather until i could either you know potentially get a scholarship to go to asu or you know do a walk-on and potentially earn a scholarship or something Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this broadcasting school down there and I'm, you know, I'm doing this stuff. The, the, I don't, it, it was uh alpha Pacific Institute is what the, the college was called. And cause you said too, you wanted to be like a sports broadcast. Yeah. I wanted, so like, I wanted to be, you know, like Scott Ben Pelt. Yep. Like if you watch that, like I wanted to be doing that. Yeah. Like, um, so I was going to broadcasting school to do that type of shit and, you know, working on trying to get my shoulder better so I could go play baseball and stuff like that. And then while I was down there, I just like it wasn't it. Like I my I got super depressed. Like I had no friends. I lived with it's my mom's best friend down there and yeah. her husband or boyfriend or whatever. So like I had nobody, bro. So I'm just down in Arizona by myself. Have no job, no school or like school online. So doesn't it's like, matter for, how nice the weather is. Yeah, it's no, still it's, like I don't know anyone. So right, and, what and am I going to go? If you're not do? going to school or you don't have right. a job, that's where you meet a lot of people. So. Right. My school's online and I'm not, I'm not working. So it's like, what am I going to do, bro? Like I can go yeah. and I can go sit at a bowling alley and bowl some games. Cause there's a bowling alley by me or I could do oh. sit at the pool. Yeah. And this was like how many years ago? That was fuck dude. It's about to be like right out of high school. Yeah. Straight out of high. So I, we okay. graduated in 2014 Yep. in ju- like middle of June, 2014. I moved down to Arizona. And this, this was kind of more of a time when social media wasn't what it is today yeah. too. So it was kind of harder to even just go on 
just find people around right that now area. nowadays if you move somewhere else and you go you have facebook or you have something like that you could literally just find a million people that you're friends with based hinge. on yeah where you yeah. live hinge something yeah. there's like 18 dating apps now facebook's yeah, got one up. so it's yeah it's definitely i could see where the complications yeah. come into play there yeah i was just curious too my actually uh my little brother goes to asu we're gonna go down in april and visit and say what's up we're doing a little gotta be good vacation that's so. sweet dude that's awesome so let's dive into some music here but first Hell of yeah. all i like your hoodie thank you man we need yeah, more got of that it, uh, got it online <laughs> nice. like it. me too bro <laughs> me too i feel it i got this for free at the bar <laughs> i don't know why like as a as a human being i feel like a lot of times when somebody like compliments my clothing of some sort i immediately like my mind's like explain where the fuck you got it from yeah. <laughs> like, well just so yeah like you can let them know because if they like it they probably want right. something similar to it so you want to let them know give a shout out yeah shout outs are important people uh, yeah i got a weird idea that too when people compliment my clothes i instantly go to well i didn't make it <laughs> so like i'm saying thank you for somebody else's clothes yeah. so i feel weird about it yeah um but so Right now, you're rocking with Rock Solid Music Group. Yep. You put out a music video. Yep. And you dropped another single before that. Yep. So where, when did, like, you said something about Facebook way back in the day, just writing notes with Dylan and stuff. And when did you actually start taking this serious? So I... Fuck. I so back like probably close to ten years ago, me and um Bailey or Polo, um mm-hmm. he lived with his ex at now now yeah. ex. Um yeah. and he had a studio down in the basement and like I, like we always, you know, kind of freestyled or whatever, wrote our notes and stuff like that. And he's like, Bro, you wanna try, you know, recording something? I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. But your cousin, your best friend's doing it. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah. fuck it, let's do it. And the first, I think the first time I went, bro, I got like too, like too anxious because we had smoked before and I, I didn't really smoke all that much, yeah. but I smoked some. And so we smoked, I got super anxious and we're just sitting there and I was like, sta- I was sitting on the chair, like literally, you know, pushing myself back to fit into it, like uncomfortable as fuck. He's telling me to record and I'm like, like, didn't really know how to use my voice yeah. or anything like that. And then, you know, got a little bit better. But then I started dating my son's mom and put all that on the back burner because I was like, you know, she's got three kids, already had three kids. You know, I'm getting to be like now, maybe I just shouldn't do this shit. And then um, like I had that. my son. And then me and my son's mom broke up about six months after he was born. And that, the, the following day I went to a studio with, with Polo and we made this song, my first song I ever put out tuned in. We made that one the day after my son's mom left. And, uh, at that point I was just kind of like, ah, it's, you know, music's still dope, but Jelani reached out to me, talked about the music group. I went and did a show with them and then I was like, all right, bro, I want this is fucking, this is super dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude, hopping on the mic for the first time is the most intimidating thing. Oh, yeah, dude. I've only done it once at this crib. I'm intrigued to and hear it. I want to hear that so I, bad. I don't, I don't even, know if you I don't even remember it. you, you ever hopping on the mic. That's one weird. One time. 
Was it in Minneapolis? Nope. It was at your parents' crib back when you had the studio back in your in closet and you had like the built in like the cl- it was like a closet actually, and then also there was a like uh like a different room okay, where you so go and record. I got a nine by nine closet. Mm-hmm. I built a four by four box in that closet yeah. with like actual walls and stuff and a door. And then I put a screen with the mic so you could see the computer and yeah. stuff. I had the wireless keyboard in there too. So when I was recording, I could go in there and do my own. Yeah. But then people would come over and I'd be on, on the outside while they're recording and shit. Yeah. And they could see what I'm doing and stuff. It was pretty sick. That's dope. But yeah. that's a long time ago. Remember? That was like <laughs> when I like just like really started getting heavy into music yeah. and started buying it was, equipment. Dude, it was sick. But you don't remember? I think it was me, you, Ty, and even fucking Malik's bitch ass was there too. I I can remember. I had about the, I had about four or five lines. I can remember the moment. About That's it. Ciroc sipping, bitches tipping. I don't even know. Love that. See, yeah, <laughs> Love that. this is what I had no idea what I was doing either. Like I still but got the studio was sick. Though. Yeah, it, it was, was like you knew what you were it was doing. a vibe. It was yeah. a vibe for sure. Like. That's that's it was the fucking cave, dude. It felt great. The cave, I like that. But even your room now is still like a fucking lab. Yeah, but now I transferred, so now my my closet is my bedroom, and the out the big area is like the lab. So I got too much stuff now. It's uh, like it's definitely came a long way. Upgraded everything, computer, mics. I got a little processor as well and stuff yeah. and that shit I need that for my voice yeah. for me to get what I want out of my voice. Yeah, you create a very uh, original like style of music. I like I've never heard anything that I can comparably yeah. put, you know, and be like a lot of times you can be like, "All right, well this guy sounds like Killer Roy, this guy sounds like Juice yeah. Roy, this guy sounds like Eminem." But like I, can't, there's not anybody that I can like think like. It's crazy when you can't compare. It yeah, that's, so that's like the coolest thing about music. I get uh-huh. that. I get that from I. My one question when I do show people music is mm-hmm. like, can you tell me who I sound like? And I've only had one person be able to say something, and they're like, a little bit of hippie sabotage. That's it. Ooh, I, I love hippie sabotage. And I'm like, sabotage. I kind of feel what you're saying, but not and, fully. It's yeah, just no, like, and even and even too, an I think it's a combination of. You might not even sound like them, but just like your aesthetic and your yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's a little bit of both the sound and just the there's, vibe you put out. Yeah, because there's pieces of music. So like on Tuesday nights, I also do a music review um, live oh, yeah. stream that oh, we do yeah. every single Tuesday night starting at like 6 or 7 p.m. Um, where we just have people submit music and then we, you know, give like feedback on like what yeah. we think. Because that's like the one thing as an artist, bro that I struggle with more than anything is like getting people to legitimately tell me how they feel about my songs. I'd rather yeah. be, I'd rather be honest. I'd rather you tell me that yeah. my song fucking sucks ass. Mm-hmm. than you tell me, yep. a, then you send me a fire emoji and show me that you listen to 30 yeah. seconds of the song. So yeah, I feel that. Cause I'll, I'll show people the song and I know what I need to work on. Right. I just want to know if that translates to everybody else. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, the mix and the master could definitely be better for sure. Yeah. But then everybody else is like, nah, dude, this is it. And yeah. I'm like, I 
it's not though it's the it's this they're simplifying it because they don't know they don't understand a lot of people don't understand the process that go that it go that goes into it yeah like yeah. a lot of people think that maybe you know we just like, will, I have the no, situation I have no would just be like you know we got this we got a computer right here um and i'm rapping into this and then whatever goes on there you know you trim it up a little bit and then you put it out nobody yeah. understands that there's you know different layers that you have to put on yeah there's different effects that you have to put on your vocals there's different leveling you have to do there's yeah. you know there's all kinds of shit that goes into it and stuff like that and there's a lot of stuff that you can learn doing that mm-hmm. and uh so that's like the hardest thing about like understanding why people don't and exactly even, give you the yeah, feedback like, that you like want taking like uh comments too it's like I feel the exact same way. I'd rather you tell my tell me my podcast is trash and I sound like an idiot and right. point out my flaws, even though it's gonna sting, but it's gonna it's, better me. Yeah, you know? I, I'm gonna. I you know if I just think that I'm doing a great job, and everybody's just telling me I'm doing. I'm exactly. I'm gonna get comfortable, and I'm not gonna actually work to to be better at what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna get comfortable being mediocre, and yep. then I'm gonna be okay with not making any money doing what I'm doing yep. for the rest of my life. Or and you gotta change too. So like that's why comp- I think comments are very important, whether they're negative or positive. Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of things that I see about myself, but other people might not see it the same way yeah so for somebody just comment on a video that we have and just be like uh even if it's bad because i know i'm not a fucking perfect person i i do bad shit sometimes but not intentionally it's just i want to become better but if i don't know that what i'm doing is bad how am i supposed to get exactly exactly like i feel bad for all the just like the first you know whole first season and then like the first three youtube videos I feel yeah like I, they weren't terrible but i feel like i'm not to where i am now and i feel like if we were to re- rerun them they go way better sometimes yeah. the cool thing about that is though is it shows your growth you know what i mean 100%. like because there's not like there's songs on my soundcloud right now that you could go find that like I made with Lanky and Rosie yeah. and you know the Rosie. guys back in the yeah, day yeah, and yeah. shit Rosie. that you know they're really they're trash fucking songs. But, but lo- I'm gonna leave them there but because you know key, what? Though, there's people that are gonna like them, that's what I was and gonna there's say. gonna be people that are like, dude, th- this dude ten years ago was making this kind yeah. of music, and like it's all like it just shows the progression and that you are yeah. getting better as time goes that, on. You know I was what gonna I mean? say this too is like um with like fans stuff like that. There might be some people that love your old shit, oh, yeah. dude. Like, but you're just progressing, so you're so far past that, and you're like, oh, I can't even listen to that. You the know weird I mean? thing is, bro, is I'm usually past songs before I even put them out. Like I'm already, I, ha- yeah. I was sitting on consistency for over for about a year. That shit was that shit's fire. I listened to that a couple times. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. I sent that to to Trev. Um, Baby and I was, Trev. yeah, bro, and I was like, yo. I think that this would be like a perfect record for you to be on. You know, it's like your vibe. It's right up your avenue. It's uh like a clean song, which is that's what I've I've you know not all my music will be clean, but I like to have some clean songs because it gives I you feel a like chance. Barely Trev's a little bit cleaner. Yeah, too, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, so I wouldn't send him a song that I was like, yeah, fuck this shit, bitch ass. Cunt. Stuff like yeah, like <laughs> right, right. I wouldn't send him something like that. And that's like the big thing is like um. You know, there's so many artists in the state, in the world, and everywhere, you know what I mean? So it's like, you have to do something that sets yourself apart from everybody else. And that's 
going back and touching on what we were saying about you with your uh like not being able to distinctly distinctively put a label or like a like yeah. an, a comparable artist's next to your name yeah it's it's like that's that's kind of cool because you know there's there's a hundred little pumps there's a hundred juice worlds drakes uh m&ms you know little uh, peeps travis scott that's a big exactly exactly there's so many travis scott's and so it's like when you have something that you like that's one thing that i pride myself on is i genuinely like i listen to my songs there's not one person that i have i've never had somebody tell me like bro you you sound like this guy I think that's kind of what I liked about it the most is when I listened to it, it would, it it sounded all new. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I wasn't like, which man. nowadays is hard to do. Yeah. I, it, people are making music for fucking thousands of years. It's Don't. hard to do, but it's like, once you get out of your head, sometimes what could also be a factor for me is listening to certain music too long yeah. and then go into the studio and be like they just made a banger yeah i need to copy that that's, or translate that's, it into my own and then now i'm making something that i wouldn't originally make right because i know that one's a popping one so in your head you're probably thinking if i put this in the studio obviously everybody's exactly. gonna like it and it it doesn't really work the best that way because you don't get the best image of yourself. Yeah, you you're taking away from yourself because you're not you're not giving your own originality, your own your own, you know, footprint on the world. Yeah. Cuz that's what really anybody that does music, you know, obviously it's cool to be able to make money and get, you know, do all the all the cool shit that comes from making music, but like one of the biggest things for me is like is it's my own way of leaving a footprint on the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I 100 agree. I posted a status yesterday because it was something that like really had been sitting in my head. I posted on Facebook, and I was like, "What is your when you when when life's all said and done? What do you want your legacy to be?" Bad bitches. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, like gen- genuinely speaking, like if you look at your life and and you know what do you want people to remember you for? What do you want to be your helping legacy? people out and fucking promoting people dude like i'm not so it's it's funny because like you know like you two like make music and shit like that Mm -hmm. i don't at all so but i'm a huge fan so whatever i can do to promote somebody or retweet or whatever like i'm all for that yeah i mean i want to promote shit that's cool as fuck yeah i don't know like i i didn't i didn't even really like i guess my legacy and like a lot of what i was seeing on that post like response wise was like Oh, my kids. Oh, you know, that my kids know this. And it's like, you know, I want my legacy. I love my son. Right. Obviously, you can't yeah. take that away. Um, but my legacy as a person is to, you know, is, is that as well as, you know, that I'm this person. I'm, I want this out of everybody and I want this for everybody. Well, still at the end of the day, like you got a kid, but you're also still, yeah. yeah so, I'm also uh, still me yeah. as well as a dad, you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. I like the way you're looking at it because if you're looking at it from the first perspective that where like people are like, Oh my kids, Oh my yeah. kids, their kid isn't going to be able to live their own legacy based on their parents trying to live their life through their exactly. kids. Exactly. They need to, uh, it's kind of controversial opinion of mine, but I don't believe your kids should make you who you are after you have them. You I agree. should no. still continue and let your kid become. If what I have a kid, kid, I want him to be, to be he or she be their own person as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a there's a there's a lot of things to where like the kid 
becomes pressured into doing things like if you played a sport you're gonna automatically want your kid to become a professional in the sport you didn't become especially, a professional if, especially in. if you're good at it like yeah crazy hockey dad shit. yeah which it, which then, like it's understandable but your kid is not you right so as much as you want them to be just a, you just gotta allow people to like grow in their own ways, and especially your and child. Support them in that way, and yes, you know, like that's touching on what you're saying. Like that's you see a lot of, um, you know, re- issues between p- kids and their parents a lot of times now, especially now more than before, is like because people's parents are trying so hard to live vicariously through yeah. because maybe they had their kid too young and they didn't get the opportunity or they got hurt so they didn't get the opportunity whatever whatever the reasoning being you see you seem to see a lot of people push so hard that they forget that to be a parent as yeah. well as you know their mentor and, and coach. then and then the kid gets burnt out and, and then you, and then like, you you take that whole forcing... interest and 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 throw it out the window now the yep. kid doesn't want to play hockey specific and maybe yeah. the kid had a chance to be a professional yeah. and make millions of dollars and he doesn't want to do it now because yeah. you well, push him in, too hard which in reality though which in reality is too is i feel like it's not even like they don't want to do it anymore they're just so burnt and they just need a break because that's how i was with hockey it was all year round yeah me there too. was spring league summer league and then like you know winter league like when you play like for the actual city and stuff but by like freshman year of high school i was just so burnt out and it's not like i even i it's not like i stopped playing hockey i was just so burnt out and i just need a break and then i quit playing for a year and then i'm like fuck dude i wish i wanted to quit mm-hmm. dude. like honestly i was just was you get burnt as a person we're all human beings so maybe like a uh, suggestion for a parent would be take a focus off hockey mm-hmm. and let your child experience something else, but continue playing hockey as well. Just take, or even find just keep, like another little hobby, like yeah, in the off keep, season. Keep hockey here and yeah. then give them something else outside of hockey that they can look forward to That's instead like, of go hockey, and, hockey, right outside of hockey. And you, know? you don't, and it doesn't have to necessarily like a lot of people then too will be like, well, yeah, but I put them in baseball then. It's like, you know, I feel like I give credit like, to like as as much as some people certainly you your kid does want to play multiple sports. I wanted to play multiple sports. I wasn't pressured yeah. into nothing, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes that's just adding to the burning them out by putting pushing them to play all of a sudden right. a different yeah. sport if they didn't want to now play. Now they're just getting burnt out altogether. Yeah, now yeah. it's but just too much. I will say though, I feel like uh most kids they do have their want like I I give um I tip my hat to like three uh sport athletes like in high school but i would say for most of those kids there is their one where they're like this is my one but I, yeah i do play these other sports but like hockey is my one you yeah know? yeah but i still will play you know football or whatever during whatever season but also sometimes though it's funny like hearing like athletes talk about shit cause even like like michael jordan shit like that the dude went and played like baseball, like straight up professional mm-hmm. baseball, like Bo what, uh, Bo, Bo Jackson. Jackson, yep. Bo Jackson, what was he was a fucking damn near Hall of Fame, Hall yeah, of Fame. He player played baseball both. too, then, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was damn good at it too. Mm-hmm. Did Dion too? Dion tried baseball. Yep. Uh huh. That's just crazy. Like it's because for me, it's like I go to work, I do this podcast. And then I obviously like to go out and have like my nightlife that all three of those alone is hard to juggle. I don't know how people oh, yeah. can juggle 
all these fucking different things. It just, I tip my hat to all those grinders out there. Yeah. Honestly. So you got, you obviously got sports life, the dad life, family life, Mm -hmm. music, and like a regular job. What's like your main focus? What's, what are you shooting to like come out on top with? So like, I try to not like, like, obviously I put my family and like my son as like my main focus. Yeah. But like outside of that, I don't try to put anything above the other because that's when I I I learn I keep in a balance. I forget the limitations. So all of a sudden, you know, like I I golf, I play slow pitch softball. Big I, fan. I play uh foot flag football leagues, bro. I you do? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I, I saw you, on Thursday you out here. Yeah. Thursday nights. You I play, play. You play I the NSC. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know you play softball and stuff man you just still out here well, doing no, yeah, bro, he, yeah he, straight up man just, <laughs> just, still, like, doing shit, do you still bro. hang out with, uh brando a little bit brando bednar yeah hell yeah dude hell yeah that's my guy bednar's, bednar's dude, good shit dude shout out brando dude Shanda, i love, sh- I love brando, brando dude he's a good guy he's we'll, a wild character we'll get into logistics later but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's uh but yeah i play i play uh so like i said i, I play flag football play slap play softball play golf um but like then I do so like I keep everything separate, you know. That's like my big thing is like so for Facebook, I don't I don't overpost my my music stuff on Facebook. I don't post my kid on Facebook. Yeah. I don't post if I'm in a relationship, I don't post them on Facebook because it's like on Facebook, I have friends that are from music, I have friends that are from softball, I have friends that are from golf, I have right. friends that are from old jobs. You know, so it's like I I have such a weird collection of friends on there where I got like 4,500 people on there or some shit. I didn't even think about it like that either because you do see a lot of people that they're spoken for, but you don't see their significant other like on any social media. But it's also like yeah. some people don't want to do a personal and a business because it's a lot of fucking work. Dude, yeah. To be honest. I have a, I have makes a, a, lot t- of sense a Tandy now. Facebook page and I think the last time I posted on there was when I dropped like my third song that I ever made. Yeah, it's just really I, hard to keep track of that right. and my Facebook page and my Instagram page and my TikTok and my... Bro, I feel it's it. It's like, fuck, Dude, bro. I don't your like... TikToks or, I like your TikToks, bro. I just do funny I'm shit, bro. Shit. I, I just like funny <laughs> shit, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. It, it tails back to when I was young, bro. Just always trying to make people laugh, always trying to do something that makes somebody smile in some sort of way. Um, who was your producer on... You'd made that video for it. <laughs> I'm blanking on the Away song. from you? Uh, the one before that. The consistency? Con- consistency. Oh. I was about to say confidentiality. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got bad memories and That's stuff. That's uh, the, the dude that you made the video with on TikTok. Yeah. Was that him? Yep. That's my that's my producer. My long, long time good friend of mine, uh, DJ Reels. Um, he went to Blaine with me. Oh, and we shit. played football together. And he was—I was like one of his first friends when he moved from, uh, like Coon Rapids yeah. to Blaine. And so then, you know, we just were friends, and we're all, we're in the same friend group. And then he just decided one day he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start a music group, bro." And I was like, "All right, bro, sounds good. You let me know how that goes." <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like I feel it. I started going over there and I'd fuck around. I'd lay a verse down and they were like, bro, you need to start doing this. Take this for real. You're good at it. And I'm like, so you've been linked in with uh rock solid for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. This isn't new. No, nah, it's I, just new. I've been pretty much with them since the start. It's just, new to like the social media. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's bro. It took, it took a lot for me to 
be willing to post my music stuff for like people that I know not through music yeah. or like longtime friends. It took me a, it took a lot for me to build the courage to be able to post that stuff with those people because yeah. like not not to you know be weird, but there's a lot of people. I wore this for a reason. I I I know a lot of boomers that play slow pitch softball that are stuck in their ways and refuse to understand that there's a different way of of thought, different way of going about life than just being a blue collar worker. Yeah. And so like there's, a, I think one of my favorite things is, hey, are you still trying to be a rapper? That shit gets me every time, bro. It's like, what kind of... What? You know what gets You could have asked me any other way if I'm still making music, and you right. chose this way that would make me feel like a fucking idiot. I hate that question, too, because I wouldn't even classify myself as a rapper. Yeah. Like, I, the song that is out now that's on Spotify, Bomb Dogs yep. with Endless Grudge, shout out no to one. him. Uh, it me and him clicked every beat he sends me and stuff i'm just like wow like mm -hmm. this is my kind of beat that i could hop onto, and that music that i made with him wasn't even necessarily like who i am i was matching his first verse so i was just trying to put something on there that he would like yeah and it turned out i sent him that back in like 12 hours really once he sent so me Nolan, great and so so it feels weird because that's not who i actually am yeah. what i said in the music i'm just like having fun yeah so for it. me to post that and what you were talking about all these people on facebook from jobs and shit yeah. like for them to see that part of me i'm like can i explain myself quick uh <laughs> like i didn't i'm not i'm not it's, like that it's also too like when what really gets me is um what is your category or like what's oh your podcast yeah what's your podcast i'm like dude about? i just have homies come on and we shoot the shit that's all i'm doing yeah, i guess what we could say now is we we do interviews that's that's yes. what i've been that's as over time that's what i've been like saying and then also this yeah having people come on like promote their stuff but just because i, I think could, the way that you guys do it is really really well done i really appreciate that i think oh, that you. uh going about it like where you're learning about people is a different way to go about it than any other podcast i've ever seen because really most people that. are so over focused on like i'm gonna go on here so i can talk about what i've done Let's with go about their highlight reel right like yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. that's what i was i called so i funny story is bro i'm i get really anxious when i'm going to do things like this especially yeah. with music um because like i said it's a vulnerable part of me and so right. i called i called jelani dj reels i called him on the way here and i was like bro listen what do i talk about like, <laughs> we got I'm, you bro. i'm not trying we to sit you. here and be yeah. like yeah i fucking opened up for dizzy right on tour i, I was gonna to bring that up god damn it i just, I just <laughs> i'm cool talking about it bro i just we don't want to come in here i didn't want to come in here and be like and just like me start right off yeah. rip be like yeah bro i'm tandy i did this and that i, and the I other just thing. want to take the spotlight and just bring it up my own yeah, yeah. i just i don't i don't want to be the guy that comes on here and looks like an asshole because i'm just making everybody you know we listen want the, to what we want the i want to it's cool to talk about like yeah. where i came from and what i've done yeah. to get to where i am we want and stuff the, like uh, that. the person we're interviewing to feel as comfortable as possible and like and it's it's different than just an interview like we're looking to make connections and both mm -hmm. of everybody gets something out of what just happened right. even if that comes into uh future plans and right. stuff like we keep in touch with every single person that we potted with yeah. already mm -hmm. and there's some that like we don't keep in touch as much with but because still still like yeah, yeah i mean hit them yeah, up I, every I, once I, in a while 
you I've seen you guys or the the gotta be good podcast or you guys individually or both where everybody that has come on here I see your guys's fucking name on the likes on Instagram on the comments on Instagram yep. and the likes on Facebook it's like that my that's story cool on IG fuck, that's it's all mostly people that have been on here that shit's so cool and then like little peep fucking TikToks or like something if like you're do- it, so I have a hard time like building relationships with people unless it gets deep right and so basically having them come on this podcast makes me more interested in what they are doing so i always feel like i'm obligated to share and go and comment and do all these things because now i have that relationship with them to where yeah. it's not like out of the blue right so and to like you were saying about like being vulnerable on here which is great because it's not like i didn't um i haven't necessarily disliked anyone that's came on here it's just like before like they came on here like i maybe like felt some type of way about someone and then they came on here and i'm like you know what they're a good person yeah you know i'm, I'm definitely so. loosening it loosening up my like opinion i bet yeah okay talking about vulnerability i yeah. definitely been an asshole judgmental and just like talk my shit, shit back in the day you know that's who i was like I meet you. I I don't even have to talk to you. I just look at you, and I already like no do how. or don't like you. Yeah, yeah. Just based on like the way you're acting, or it's just not something that I'm used to. I'm like, yeah, yeah nah. I'm yeah. Not. Well, even so, with like this, that goes like even with like music, dude. Half the people that I really love, music wise. I just by hearing their name, I'm like, that's stupid. That's a stupid name. They probably make <laughs> trash music, yeah. and then I fucking listen to it, and I'm like. Oh, this shit's so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Like I've, first... uh, I've been listening to this dude named Squeezy Official. I came across him. And you'd hear that name, you'd probably be like, he Exactly. Sound, he sounds bro. not like, official. I was at like, all. Oh, this is going to be some band lab ass trash song. Because, yeah. bro, when we do reviews, I can't tell you enough. And this is not a knock, bro. If you're an artist and you don't have band lab, you need to get band lab if you don't have a, st- a studio set up like, at your disposal. Yeah. Because. There's obviously times as an artist, if you don't have your own studio set up where you're not able to get into a studio and maybe a, you came up with some dope ass chorus, some dope ass verse, you lay that shit on BandLab and you just have a reference track when you go there. Yeah. You know exactly what to do. You know exactly where you want stuff. And so like that kind of shit is huge, bro. Creed. Sorry, I just burped. That's right. gross, Tony. <sighs> I, think I, I just lost time. my fucking train of thought. So did right I. There. It's just going so well. Um, <laughs> bro, I I don't. I probably never even showed you guys. Speaking of grudge, since we were on that train of mm-hmm. topic yeah, at yeah. one point, me and him, I had him. So you guys did your interview. Then that night he had a show, and I couldn't make the show, dude. Oh, it was so, dude, I was, it was so salty sick. about that, bro. Was, I heard everything. He told me about it because I I had him. He was gonna go to a show with me Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the one that you guys oh, were pop yeah, onto, but it didn't work out. We pulled up. Pull. I pulled yeah, up, you pulled with, up him, with him, and it was they were like, they were trying to make him pay more yeah. than what they told him that he had to pay. And then if you're performing, you shouldn't have to pay to. No, either. you should not, bro. Should be like, free was, drinks. It, it I get it if it's dead. an open mic and stuff like that. You know, like open mm-hmm. mics, you usually do have to pay because it's not necessarily your show. Right. Yeah. But and, it was just a bad situation. Like he saw the promoter look at him while this whole ordeal was going down and then yeah. he like we were just like let's just get out of here yeah 
Yeah. And that's kind of sometimes like the unfortunate thing about music, bro, is like you don't know everybody, so you don't know how everybody is. So like there's people that like I've met through music that are people that I probably wouldn't really hang out with outside of music. And so that's a big reason as to why I don't share all of my life. Right. Personal life and stuff like that. But um, so that is essentially where I'm going with that is like those kind of people are what I've met at those kind of shows. And so like, I don't really do open mics anymore because I know that my music isn't something that most of those shows are, are more either drill music or trap music and stuff like that. And I make like more harmonic, like, I feel like um, it's more lively. softer music, like it's that like, with some like, energy and yeah. stuff like that. But I don't, Lyrical. I don't I'm not going to go to a show in Chicago for the most part with yeah. my music and expect everybody there to fuck mm. with me because that's not what music right. I make. It's almost like too, like when I go to a show and like, um, I th- do openers are a lot more important than we Bro. think because dude, I've found some amazing artists that open for big artists and they're not even like on the same genre, but it's so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, who the fuck is this? You know? I actually had somebody reach out to me after I opened up for, um, Kamiata and Ouija Mac, somebody that is just this dude who did not look like he would be a fan of me and my music. You know, he was very grunge, very into the, the, um, like mosh pit rap music. And so he hit me up and he's like, bro, I just want to let you know that I've, I've downloaded every single song that you have made now because of your, when you came and opened for Ouija Mac, I was a huge fan. I love your music. Thank you. And I was like, bro, that's the coolest fucking thing because Ouija, I'm nothing like Ouija Mac. Sometimes it just be like that, though. Like, yeah. even like, you know, I just think music wise, I'm all over the spectrum when it comes to music. I can oh, get yeah. down I'm, with most things. I can, I can even get yeah, down I, with country bro, when I'm up. on a boat on a summer day. Like, if if you, you know? looked at my, my music playlist on Apple Music, bro, I got everything from jazz, Frank Sinatra to country, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. So, Shout out Morgan Wallen. Yeah, bro. He's it's, 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 uh, I, got, I got a whole, I listen to everything, bro. And that's why my music range is like, I got a song on SoundCloud that's, that's pop rock. Like, I just, I, I like music. And I, so, like, I like, if I, can come up with some sort of melody. I'll I'll go on fucking any beat. It doesn't matter if it's a country beat. It doesn't matter if it's a trap beat, a drill beat. I don't give a shit as long as I can. If as long as I like the beat and I can come up with something that that sounds cool. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah, I can tell you right now for all the artists that stick in one lane. If you go out of your comfort zone into totally completely different genres, you're gonna find something that you. Th- never even knew you had doesn't matter like i can guarantee it i don't know what podcast we did but you're even saying you're just like talking to like the the viewers and shit you're like if you make like hip-hop or rap or whatever get on a fucking country beat i promise you it'll probably be good slap a fucking country beat on youtube and just (laughs) literally forget about you and just make what what's in your fucking brain whatever comes to mind Yeah. yeah Even if you don't do anything with that song, like even if it's just something that Keep you hold on to forever, yeah. who knows, bro? Like right now, country country rap is making a huge push. Yeah. Country rap is going to be a huge thing. I have a country rap song that eventually, if it becomes something where I have more of a following and, and mm-hmm. you know, 
it'll appeal to even more people, people if all of a sudden I put out a country rap song and I got a bunch of boomers that support yeah. me as of right now. Like, I, I love Ernest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I Ernest is Ernest. dope. Jelly and all them. What's his name? Uh, is Ernest the dude that came up with Mike? With Mike Stud? Yeah. yeah. But just Mike or whatever well, it's now? just Mike now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That dude's cool as fuck. Dude. I think that whole, that whole group is like my aspiration of like life. Dude, uh, is to... If- to Buy just a house somewhere by by myself where I got you know all my homies that I that I want to live mm-hmm. with can come live with me in the crib as long as they got the right vision they support yeah. me we all do our own thing you know like yeah. mm-hmm. fucking well, we could have a whole room for the podcast a whole yeah. studio a whole gym like, you know just all that shit. I don't know but, if you uh, like listen to podcasts <clears throat> often but dude if you got time listen to Mike's oh podcast. I do I do that's dude and you can tell too, it's just crazy because originally Mike Stud yeah. Just came off as a very like I went to Duke and played baseball. Shallow. And I'm a rapper yeah. and I get all these bitches and like dude nowadays he's he's on a whole nother fucking that's way. That's what I'm people. saying, bro. He like, was he, like he's he took spir- some he's time like to himself he's and he's spiritually woken, this- dude. Right. Like he's on a way better path. But like back in the day though, like in high school and I was listening, I'm like that was the the thing too, like these days and uh, I love that song. This feeling. Oh, yeah. But uh, and just shit like or batter up and shit like batter that. up. But yeah. I will say some of my funnest shows I've been to have been at Mike Stud shows. Honestly, yeah, bro, he's just he Mike. throws a great show. So does Prof, bro. Shout out oh, Prof. Prof is so Prof good. might be the best, the best, uh, performer in the like country that I've ever been, ever he, any show that I've ever been to. Prof is number. He usually one. has but, the the blow up. Um, yep. Yeah. Any sort of inflatable, yeah. just something to engage the crowd, bro. Like that a, shit changes yeah. a whole. It changes everything. Yeah, I'm gonna shout out Flatbush Zombies. Oh, oh Flatbush oh, puts on a great oh, yes, fucking they show. They got some good fucking don't music. Disappoint. Bro. Their beats um, are insane. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think they're they were like the first group that I heavily invested myself. I've seen them like five times, dude, and it never disappointed still still to this day i'm always buying their merch buying their Fuck fucking yeah. album releases they mm-hmm. had uh they re-released the 3001 odyssey album really so they re-released like the merch part of it yeah i didn't get the fucking vinyl and stuff the first time they released it yeah. so i was like hell yeah give me that, <laughs> that shit whole, now that whole like beast coast like even underachievers and oh I fucking mm-hmm. love yep. underachievers um i think like one of the best times in my entire life was somerset it was like 2018 19 palm trees and it's uh mm-hmm. it's like this festival that was in somerset wisconsin and it was raining and um hippie sash was playing they also know how to throw on a fucking show yeah they Shout do out to hippie Sabotage. and then flatbush comes on it was originally raining Dude, I don't know what happened with the weather. No clouds. It just like opened up and it's sunny and like 90 degrees out of nowhere and yeah. Flatbush is playing and it was like, dude, this is the best of both worlds right now. That's like fire. I don't even I don't even Fuck know how to yeah. feel. Like this is great. It's just that a was... good uh serotonin yeah. fucking boost. I mean, there was some other things around yeah. too, but we're <laughs> oh, yeah, into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the the unspoken force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we want to start putting on events too, so we're gonna have to definitely come on and. That'd be fucking sweet. Man. Have you ever played any like shows recently? Yeah, so my first ever show I did was at the Poorhouse, and then nice. that nice. was 
not last year, 2021. Right, right, right during. So you kind of we started our music group during COVID, bro, and we we started pushing everything during COVID. So like, we found the time we're like, bro, we don't gotta go to work really right now. Like, we don't gotta do shit, bro. Yeah. We can still get some of these shows going. And so we did a couple shows. They were all right. And then I started finding my stride because I started doing all those open mics, like with Cam Jones. And so, like, I started getting confidence. I started having, like, you know, people start fucking with your music. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, fuck it, bro. Performing's nothing. Let's take over the world. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, and yeah. then I opened for uh, Ouija Mac and Kamiata and then opened for Dizzy Wright. And, you know, when I started doing this shit. And I was like, bro, these shows are fucking lit. Mm-hmm. All you this can- started at 2021? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're was, fucking working. I mean, yeah, bro. If you talk about, like, just... Opening up for Dizzy Wright because, dude, Dizzy Wright used to be like one of my favorite. Yeah, not to say that he's still not one of my favorite, but I just remember probably like 2019, 18, or even like 2015 with that whole funk volume Mm -hmm. movement. Like, so opening for them must have been like huge. Bro, it was was one of the coolest experiences of my life. The first day we got there, it was, you know, crazy. I walk in to do my sound check. And Dizzy's right there. And he comes up. He shakes my hand. He's like, what's up, bro? Are you Tandy? Yeah. I was like, dude, Dizzy. Right he knows, knows, Dizzy right knows me. He knows my name. <laughs> Damn. And so, uh, you know, I, I had met his tour manager and shit like that. And so I had sent him one of these songs that I made. And I was like, bro, you know, like, let me know what I got to do to get Dizzy right on a song, bro. Like, I'll send you all my, every open verse song that I have right now or anything. Yeah. Just let me know. And, you know. I don't need to say a whole lot, but something will happen. Something will happen eventually where right. where that comes where that, so what, that comes to fruition. What kind of like advice would you give to somebody who is in your position, trying to become the person who can perform and have the confidence in themselves to put out music? Honestly, bro, it's it's like for me, what I would say is like no matter what, at the end of the day, they're either gonna people are gonna like you or they're not. You know, you don't, you don't have any control, no matter how much you think about it, no matter how much thought you put into it, you have no control over if anybody's going to like you or not. And people are going to make that decision regardless of what you do. Mm -hmm. So why not go out there and give yourself a chance? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, if you're, life's too short to not, if you're making music, right. And you want to go do a show and you want to perform, sign up for a show and I promise you that there's you're you're like you can't you can't not do it. You know, like if if you sign up for a show, you get your name, you get booked, you get your song sent in. There's nothing you can do to get out of this show now. Yeah. You just have to do it, and it's then you, you have to figure out how to do it better mm-hmm. because you're not going to learn how to be a good performer unless you right. go and perform. 100%. You know. It's yeah. just trial and errors. Music is literally trial and error. And I guess the biggest piece of advice that I would say is literally you cannot stop. You can't give up. Consistency. As, as soon as consistency, straight up. As soon as you, you know, take a week off because you're, you, you're feeling down, you, you don't go to the studio for a yeah. while, you don't work on writing or anything, you're going to forget how yeah. to do it faster than you forget how to fucking yeah. say it's something the same with like even like going to the gym or something like exactly. that as soon as, you, as soon as you think you can take a day off you're gonna lose all that yeah money. that's that's weird that you say that because i feel like i'm the opposite when it comes to music yeah i'll put it down for six months and come back better than ever yeah. like nothing is 
it i don't know what it is but everything is just the exact same as when i left it and i'm like i'm i lay some bars down i'm like holy fuck yeah everyone's different too everyone can some people are really good at bouncing back and some people aren't i'd say the majority of people are not good at bouncing back it just takes me a minute like so i took off this past year i took off like six months because it just like i was going through some shit you know, me and my girl had split up. Uh, I was trying to figure out a different place to live. You know, I had some shit going on with my son. Yeah. Um, getting bit by a dog and some other shit happened. Bro, I got bit by a dog in the face. Yeah, my son did too, right right on the left side of his face. Right yep, you and, you and my son got very close, <laughs> similar scars. I was there, there when he got bit. Shout out. And uh, so I took off some time and I came back into the studio, bro, and I like went to lay some shit down and it was... You know, it wasn't too, like, anything too over-the-top hard or anything like that, but I just was trying to do it, and I'm like, bro, I don't know. I'm, I know what the fuck I want to do. I know yeah. how to do it. I'm just not doing it, and I can't figure out why. It's like yeah. there's a, a bridge on my throat that I can't clear, or in my throat that I can't clear right now, and it's so like, I can't hit this note that I'm trying to you hit. You gotta so be backing. in tune with both your mind and your body. Yeah, also, yeah. You know? I think for me, when I do that gap and then get back into it is like the reason why I'm getting back into it because I'm fully feeling it throughout my mind, my body. I'm like itching to just say something. Mm-hmm. So it's just super easy. Do you also for think me maybe to too it's because of it. like um give yourself time like you like go hard for a bit and then like you i go take too a, hard no well then like no but like you even take a break and then from like you know taking a break and having memories and going to having fun shit like that builds more more ideas that's and, that's yeah. the thing bros you have to find creativity yeah. somewhere right you know if you if you're sitting at home a hundred percent of the time sure some people can find creativity in that yeah. I have to go and I have to experience life for a while and, and, you know, start feeling some things again because, you know, otherwise you just start writing the same song in di- yep. with different words. Yep. Yeah. You That's... know, and I don't, I don't want to ever feel like, I don't want anybody to ever listen to my music and be like, you know what, bro? Like this dude just talks about the same fucking thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that like I'm very in my head when it comes to repetitiveness and stuff, but I'll, re- I'll reuse lyrics, but they're for all songs that I haven't put out yet. Yeah. So I have, I mean, that's when you're doing that, it's, it's fine because you, you know, it's not like you're taking a chorus of this song and throwing it in a verse of this song. No, it's literally like, I will take one line and even rewrite it and put it into a new song. But like, sometimes uh, it just sounds better. You hear a beat and you're like, bro, that chorus that I put on that song that it was all right. That, that chorus would slap on this beat, bro. When I made legacy, which is my biggest streams and, and everything wise legacy is my biggest song. Plus it's the most meaningful song to me. Cause it's about, you know, my son and, yeah. and my legacy and whatever. Um, when I made that song, the chorus of that song on that beat was supposed to be a completely different thing. Just a, it was supposed to be just a turn up song. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was Turns like, you know like what, bro, all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, damn, you know, I started thinking about my kid and shit, and I'm like, I, you know, it'd be kind of cool to make a, a song with my, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I go this way, mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be one of my favorite songs I've ever made, and I got fucking oh, close to 200 songs between all my songs that are out and my songs that are unreleased. I have close to 200 that are done and ready to roll. I just, I have committed for That's like the crazy. last two years of my life, bro. Every Tuesday, mm-hmm. I go to the studio, and we're there for anywhere from. Three hours to six hours, just literally doing studio shit. 
and it's probably nice too because like um with like collaborators and shit like that so like you have 200 songs and you might meet someone cool that sounds or similar or not even similar exactly. like you, but like and then you just show them your you know some unreleased shit and they're like dude let me hop on this bro and i i have worked with i've like collabed with more artists from around here mm-hmm. or not from around here mm-hmm. than most people i know yeah polo works with a lot of people too mm-hmm. and so i'll give him his flowers on that i certainly know that that dude works with uh, a lot of people too i was just gonna ask too um how is it to because like you were saying earlier how uh your cousins are like kind of your best friends i'm the same way i'm very close with my cousins uh especially like on my mom's side 100 percent. what's it like to have a uh relative it's like you know in the same game and bro honestly it's like it makes it so much better for me because um it's like i have somebody that genuinely knows what they're do what they're talking about and what you're going through and knows what i'm going yeah. through understands the struggles of writing or finding you know the right vibe or yeah. anything like that it's somebody that you know we give each other feedback like we'll yeah. send songs and be like what do you think and then it's somebody on top of that like there's a lot of times where i'll have a song ready to go I just don't have a second verse for it, and I don't know how yeah. to start a second verse. So I'm like, like you know what, bro? Out, bro? That's my favorite thing about collabing with people. Mm-hmm. Is like, bro, I could find somebody. I've been working with this dude named Octavius a lot. Sounds right. He was familiar. on. He was on the song that I just dropped with the video, um, that away from you song. He's on that. Shout out to Octavius. Did you post a TikTok about that one? I did, and then I posted. I I we posted a whole music video for it that that uh, DJ Real shot himself. It's, it was his first ever music video that he shot by himself. You know, it's pretty good for an in-house production and everything like that um but uh i've been working with him a lot and the cool thing is like he's helped me develop like everybody that i work with helps me develop a little bit yeah um we got savior or xav e-i-r um because the e's before the i um he like basically is the one who taught me how to like do vocals because like I was a very monotone artist. Like I have a very monotone voice mm-hmm. for the most part. And so like most of my songs just kind of got to be a little bland. I feel that. And so he kind of really worked with teaching me like the different, you know, like the, Oh, yeah. like different, just fluctuations like in your like, voice, different like pitches, different tonalities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can, I, I relate to that 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, that was i i had one range when i first started Mm -hmm. and now like i got this song called love gun that's not out but like i didn't hear about it you've heard it multiple times Really? it's not out you've heard it multiple times i gotta quit drinking it's called (laughs) like everybody every time i played it everybody's like bro you you gotta drop that i gotta lay off the booze it was during new year's when i was playing it i played all my fucking songs that i had done on new year's and everybody was like low-key though on new year's i was so stressed dude we had so many people in my apartment i think i like that shit would suck when i play my music to people personally I I get more confidence in like putting it out to the world. Yeah. But the their understanding what work was put into it yeah. and like it's not perfect and stuff and but they're all like hyped about it and yeah. shit and they come back the next day asking about it like bro play that song and I'm like for real? But that was the first song where I feel like my vocals started becoming a different range because the whole first part is just 
very soft. Yeah. But I go up and down, up and down to like mad to like soft yeah. and just it it got me hooked. Now I don't like it obviously cuz I listened to it so many fucking times, <laughs> but um I can show you it after this. Fuck it, dude. And is I'll my vocal range was uh, crazy. I want all like I'll show all you that the... song I did with Grudge too. You he did? Came, yeah, he came to the studio. When? That's where, when I was telling you that story that that Saturday. So yeah. Sunday we were supposed to do that show. Um, and then it didn't work out. And then Tuesday, I was like, bro, you want to just slide to the studio? We could, you Do you know, actually kick have a studio you go to? Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, so it's right in St. Anthony, which is, it's like fucking 10 minutes maximum from here. Yeah. Um, not bad. It's, uh, yeah, it's, we converted the whole downstairs into a whole studio. The whole, like, it's got the lights on the ceiling. Uh, bro, or like let me around. pull bro, up. Anytime you want, bro, feel free to pull up. I like, go every single Tuesday. I'm not kidding you. I was just telling him. For the last two years, I have committed every single Tuesday. I think I've missed like three or four weeks. Yeah. Every single Tuesday night from whether it's sometimes 4 p.m., sometimes I get there at 7. We're there all night until sometimes Dude, I would love to five, just come and like sit Fucking on. any Tuesday that you want. I don't come this to, Tuesday. I don't even have to be on the stream. I, could just, I just want to like sit because like, you know, like I like to promote shit. Yeah, I bro. feel like streaming shit and you guys are listening to new people's music. I would yeah, love to just even come and just come, hang out. Come rock like, the, the podcast jersey and shit and hang out, bro. Fire. I would love Every, to. You guys can come hang out. We'll have you guys for the special guests on the uh, review That'd this Tuesday. Sick. If you guys don't got shit going on, you can come give feedback on some music I'm and hang to. out. And I'm I do down. a studio session people. after, just great. hang out, whatever. I'm yeah, down. Bro. Yeah. I've never like, uh, I'm, I'm always in my room. Like yeah. features, everything. It's all done in my room. Yeah. Everything. So I've never... Besides, like way back in the day before I started, I've never been to like a studio except with uh, BC Polo, oh, okay. and we were at the Red Sea. I yeah. went there with him, just just sat in while he was recording. I got too fucked up, but <laughs> um, happens. But I wasn't yeah, yeah. even like making music like that Seriously, at this point. At point I didn't yeah. have the confidence in what I was doing because you know rappers know that they're rappers and i would rap but i didn't classify myself yeah. as a rapper right. so i didn't feel like i fit in to even go to a studio until i feel, I feel like that's still to this day sometimes because you know i'm i'm not i'm certainly if you look at me your first thought wouldn't be like oh that dude makes music you know like i don't yes. know you got the nose ring you got the pony so, so I got, <laughs> the nose ring and some tattoos maybe you'll maybe you'll give you that but like if you know me yeah. right if you know me, you have a conversation with me. Mm. I don't come off as like I'm a, a, a artist or or anything of the sort. I hate I, I, I hate that, addressing yeah. it. Exactly. Like, I say I kind of make music. Yeah, I make people music like, sometimes. No, you make music. I'm like, yeah, but it's for me. Well, yeah. dude, even uh, like at, like at my day job, so like people have like heard like I host podcasts and people bring it up and I'm like, yeah, I do, but like, yeah, like, you it, know what I mean? It's just it's just like it's a different world yeah and where i work and stuff like that and i just it's more personal that's what i'm saying yeah. about the music shit bro it's, it's like vulnerable I don't, it's i don't uh i don't share that with everybody you know like mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go out of my way to because like i said music's one part of my world or of my life softball's another part so like i don't push to my softball friends i won't go and share all my music with them yeah. if they go and listen to it cool that's their choice and yeah. that's awesome and i really appreciate anybody that listens to my music obviously but you know i understand that you know, there's different phases and different pieces of people's lives that don't all have to mesh together. Yeah. yeah. My son doesn't have to be a part of my music other than, you know, I made a song about him, yeah. but I don't have to tell my music friends like, 
I don't have to go and explain to him what's ha- what's happening with my son's life. Right. right. I don't have to go and tell him like, yeah, bro, I got a girlfriend. I got this, that, or the other thing. Or if I don't have a girlfriend or anything, I don't have to explain shit about my personal life to anybody in a different facet of my yeah. life. I and don't. I, that's I, like I the, feel the exact same way. That's that's kind of how I go about juggling it all. Is I just make sure that everything is separate. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, then I don't have the bleed throughs. I don't have people that are in softball that are feeling bad because I do yeah. this. I don't have people in football feeling bad about doing this. It's just, it's all separate. Yeah. yeah. It's all different pieces of my life that I put my time mm-hmm. into. I water, I water each field separately. You know, it's not, it's not all one combined fucking ecosystem. It's right. Each of their own. That's, that's why it's interesting. Like doing this podcast. Cause we're not like all like one genre or nothing like mm-hmm. that. That's also why like meeting people or collabing with the, or like want people to collab. Cause like, uh, yeah, we, we do like a lot of shows like yeah. EDM people and rap people, and I kind of want them to like meet and like mash and yeah. We got collab. like let's <laughs> we can start at like we got artists, painters, photographers, and tomorrow we have um somebody who does promotion for a brewery company. Right, so they they're all in the beer scene. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then another guy also that he doesn't make music, but he just does a lot of tiktok and youtube yeah. and like yeah. what he does funny Done, shit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's good um, to have mil- diversity uh, of, of, army veteran yeah stuff, it's good so. to have diversity like that because it it brings in a lot a larger tar- target audience yeah. you know so it's like I, I was watching like i was saying your your thing or your guys's podcast with uh polo yeah where you were talking about target audience and you know the people that we grow up with that's one big thing that artists you know it took me a long time to realize that the people that I love and the people that love me aren't going to be the ones that support me off rip yeah. because they know me as Tyler. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know me as Tandy. Some people know me as Tandy, but they know they know me yeah. as Tyler Tandy, not I make music Tandy. You yeah. know, so yeah. it's like I, I had to I had to learn like you know right off rip because I used to get super salty when you know I didn't have friends that came to my shows and right. I didn't have people that showed up to but there's also doing shit and it was just like it was a very big realization for me that like you know at the end of the day nobody has to support me and what i'm doing nobody has to come to my shows right so why am i getting mad if if joe and bob aren't coming to my show right rather than appreciating that you know fucking sarah and sam did come to my show the people you don't know yeah i want to actually get in this topic too is um some of your really close homies and shit they're just not in the scene. Yeah. So you can't get mad at them when they don't support it or whatever. They're just, I don't want to call okay. them, like, nor- like normies. Yeah. This nor- is a, it's just not their yeah. thing. It's this not is their a very thing. controversial topic right here. Huge. So like, in my opinion, if I know you, I really don't even want to project anything creative towards you at all because mm-hmm. I already... It just causes issues because if you don't give me the feedback or the promotion that I'm looking for by me sending it to you, you. I'm going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I thought we were friends. But if you completely just say, this is for me, I'm going to put it out there. Whoever wants to fuck with it can fuck with it. You can't be mad at the people who don't. I I fucking just posted something on Facebook about how... uh, I see all those people. If you don't like my posts and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel you. I do the same thing. Yeah. You know, because people are literally, people might be seeing your fucking post and listening to the, see your song at this point. Yeah. But they're at work. They got shit to do. Yeah, they right. might be able to like it yeah. or something, but they can't listen to right, it. Right. Exactly. Shit happens. Like, but 
if you go outside of your friend group, those people who actually want to listen to it are the people you should be appreciating, not the people within your circle. You need to, you just need to let things happen. You can't force somebody, you know, to be somewhere unless they already show you that support. Yeah. And it's don't like, be mad at anybody like holding, for not giving you what you think yeah. you should get. Well, it's kind of with like Tony's like he had all this equipment. I've I wanted to start a podcast for a while. Yeah. And I told him I did. He had also equipment and he's kind of like, I'm giving you here's the opportunity, but you got to be like full sent into it. Oh, yeah. I was very like we very kind of strict about that. I was like, just so you know, I have so many other things going on, too. If you really want to do this, continue to hit me up. Mm-hmm. Like, continue. Just keep And it we coming. actually originally tried to do it like a year or two ago, but I was, I was in a long relationship, and it's just like go to work and yeah, in the relationship life. That's about it, so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Shout out to Tony. Hundred percent. That's my guy. Shout out to him too because uh, this. You guys push each other to do it. Like it, it took us. I, I think I talked about it on the audio pods, but it took us roughly like a year almost two years to actually sit down and be like we're doing it Mm -hmm. but it was uh three months would go by and i'd message him and i'm like i need three more months just that's it like that was the extent that was the whole conversation is just like i need more time and then he'd hit me back and be like you know what i feel that we can do it at this time let's talk about it then and then we wouldn't even talk to each other for like three months i hate you it wasn't even like that. I was just on a different wave, you know, yeah. like he'd be partying, going out and stuff or being with his girlfriend yeah. at the time. And I'd be at home making music on YouTube, perfecting my craft, going to work all the fucking time, weekends yep. and stuff to hopefully get this what it is right now up. And it worked. Yeah. So it's just the consistency with the other person as well. Like. Just because I'm not putting in the work that you think I should be putting in for you doesn't mean you shouldn't be hitting me up with the same, like, the reciprocal of that. Right. And then to backtrack a little bit, too, is the big question I want to ask. When you started, like, making music and stuff like that, did you, like, have some people that you kind of had faults with because this just isn't their scene and they don't, they, don't, they don't feel like they, you're spending enough time with them? Not not so much like, like the not spending time with them. I ha- I had a lot of people that when I first started making music and like first went public, that like I was making music because mm-hmm. like he like he was saying I was in the same boat where it took me like a long time to actually be like put you know what out. I'm gonna fucking do this bro yeah. like I'm actually make music I'm actually put it out, um and so like when that actually hit when that time came it was like all of a sudden I had some people that came out of the woodworks that were like talking about like oh, yeah, I don't really know you like I thought I did, so I don't mm-hmm. think that you're really my vibe or something like that. And it's like, you know, I don't... I fucking certainly don't hate on that. Yeah. At least you're honest with me, bro. I just struggle with it a lot because I'd be going out a lot. And, yeah, one, it's fun to go out and party, but also, like, I'm also going out and networking yeah. so I can meet people that come on here. Yeah. And then I just feel like I've been getting some salt from some, like, close homies from, like... That's for like a long time. That want yeah. you to. They're want like, you why? To... Why aren't you at this uh, gathering we're having Life. with all the homies? And I'm just like, dude, I, I fucking want to be there. Yeah. You know, I want to be there, but I'm trying to make something and build something, and it takes a lot of fucking. time. Yeah, some people don't understand. They just don't understand how much time and effort and like yeah. 
energy has to go into what they got their normal day you know i go to work and then i got my relationship and you're making time for you know this to to grow into something bigger than you know whatever was mm-hmm. and they're making t- they're making time for you know their family or whatever you know mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're doing yeah. sometimes life just don't yeah. mesh it's not like I completely have shunned out people. Right, like, for sure. I, I really do try and be there 100%. It's just, this is like a new podcast and we're just trying to, this is like the grind time and yeah. really get after it right now. So I love all of you, but just know I'm out here working. Yeah, it's not easy either. Like we still work jobs, mm-hmm. still got life to handle. Yeah, it's it's like, like I was just telling you before we even started, like I've go to work, went home, edited a pod, exported it. Like this is I don't have time to do anything yeah. but this and work. Yeah, because work's the only thing supporting this, and we're not making money off anything. Right. And so it's really just about how dedicated we are, and that could translate to any craft. And right. like if you. I think the money will come depending on how much confidence you have in yeah, yourself you just as well. Keep pushing it. Keep, yeah. Keep it's pushing. still like super new though too is like I'm not even looking to like make money yet honestly. The nice thing about Spotify is Spotify now is pushing podcasts as like one of their biggest things. Right. So like they're pushing no... they're pushing podcasts to new new accounts and stuff like that rather than mm-hmm. like more than they're pushing music to new accounts you now. That's, I read a I read a whole bunch it's into that shit. But you can't you can't monetize on Spotify unless you get a contract with them. That's true. Pod, but I mean you have to you have to you know get ex- extension yeah. from your podcast. You know like them pushing your podcast and stuff like that is going to only do nothing but benefit you in yeah. the long run because then you're going to get that offer of, of, you know, here, let's let's work up a contract or something yeah. like that because we you now have hundreds of people that are tuning into every single, thousands of people that are tuning into every single podcast. Yeah. The first year that I made music, bro, the first like whole year, I made $12. I made zero. And... My man. Yeah, so I mean, it was... It Double was, digits. Yeah, it was like, you know, it... it took a lot like because it did that that's twelve dollars that isn't positive that's just twelve dollars of money that was that was brought in by my music yeah and so it's like you know and you probably worked your ass i worked my ass off bro so you think about that every single tuesday for that year i'm in the studio for five to eight hours 12 bucks (laughs) there's 52 weeks in a year that's 52 Mm -hmm. times five hours at minimum yeah mm-hmm. 52 times five is a lot of hours you break 12 dollars down into each one of those hours bro i'm making sense mm-hmm. right for all the work that i'm doing i mean the goal is though to keep grinding yeah and because eventually one day, eventually it, it, it might, could pop it, you it never might, know it might pop off yeah i mean like we're doing pretty good as far as like jersey sales but that's all word of mouth and uh it's all like mostly close home you guys have your own website too right now we do. I just Push put it up recently, last weekend. Yeah. Push your website so hard. I just put it up. More like, than you push people listening to your podcast, push people to your website. Because it builds up an email list for you, right? Yeah. Because people are signing up and then they're giving you your email information. And then by the time that you get all of that and then you send out like, hey, we just dropped this podcast. You're, you then have this list of people that immediately get a notification that you 
put this out because you guys built up this email list through your website. Yeah. That's the one, that's like the biggest piece of advice that I would give to anybody starting up that gets a website is push your fucking website a bunch. For sure. Because it helps you build this, like I said, an email list. And then this email list is like a notification list to where when I drop music, I have a list of people that are getting a notification in their emails, whether people check it or not is, you know, whatever. But I have a list of people that are getting a notification saying, hey, Tandy just dropped Tandy this song. Some shit. L- listen to it with this link. And it's yeah. that easy rather than then having nobody. And then I'm just right. going and being like, hey, bro, will you please listen to my song? Right. I'm just getting fucking drained over here. Like, um, not to be like cocky or anything about anything, but like I do the equipment management. I am the social media manager. I'm doing the merch. I'm doing literally everything oh, yeah. that you see is what the, I'm running the Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. posting. I'm editing the videos. I'm doing the clips, the promo clips, the talking to people, setting up interviews. He's doing a lot more of that now. And it helps a lot to, to where it, it, it feels great where he can just text me and be like, we have an interview this day. And I'm like fucking lit i've taken yeah. a lot more initiative yeah. lately that's huge because i do i do so i do really bad what you're saying about the website though i just took on a new thing is like i just built the website yeah. i just put up this stuff but i also have to order the fucking merch i got hats online yeah and i just got uh they should i should have a mock-up of them this yeah. weekend but uh so it's Some like hats I'm so oh, yeah. I'm so all over the place that I forget and like there's so much effort that I have to put in just to put out a video yeah. that I'm like as soon as I put out a video I'm drained so oh, I don't yeah. want to we work on anything we else. We're talking about today I think in the next few months and just trying to hire someone that can just at least just like run our socials. I need I need somebody that believes in what I you're doing. I need a manager yeah. to help me manage myself. Like I'm I know what I'm doing, but I'm having such a hard time doing all of it. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm not saying he needs to do any of it. He's doing everything doing that I better. need him to do. I'm not asking more of him than what he's already doing. He's yeah. doing great. It's just like, I need somebody who knows more than me to come in. I Because I can't teach him more than what I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the only thing he would benefit for me is taking some weight off my plate if i taught him some things but which, i need which, somebody which to get me to the next soon, level which like yeah. soon like we can start you know but i'm not class, like son. i'm not asking him to do anything besides what he's already doing i'm not there's no he's doing everything that i expected him to do yeah. so i need a team somebody and this you is need the somebody team. like behind behind the scenes somebody that's not you know, one of you two that, yeah. you know, you're, you're the networking guy. You're the, you know, everything else guy. You need somebody that can take some of what you both are doing and take that on themselves. And like you right. said, too, to someone that like, guys actually learn. believes in it yeah. and because for it. You can't, you can't just part. necessarily go out there because anybody will come and help you and do what they're going to do if you offer to pay them. But Facts. when you don't have, you know, all the money coming in, it's mm-hmm. tough to be like, all right, I'm going to pay somebody to do all this and then. Because we had we had this talk with our music group about potentially bringing in a a videographer to our group, right? But we had to pay them monthly, and you know it just like we don't yeah. like I'm not making enough money to where I can dish yeah, out an extra yeah, five hundred dollars like to somebody every single money, month, right? bro. Like I'm not I'm not making mm-hmm. shit, and so like trying to tell me that 
that, you know, doing a little bit of extra, um, videos that for promotion and shit like that, like content, you can't tell me that a little bit extra content that yeah. I'm getting is, is going to be worth $500 right. every single right. month. And we've, and we've, we've two different people. We've tried to bring a third person on for the past couple of months and it's just not gone well. Really? So, but I just think that the, the, the dynamic and building from nothing, which is like, when you just have two people that start something, it's really hard to fucking so bring another person on. Here, like to give more context to that, I'm very, uh, I, I feel the dream of like having your boys come on and yeah. like everybody building up together. So I, you know, I see all these podcasts and like interviews of all their boys sitting down like, yeah, we've been doing this for years, right? So I'm trying to bring my own people on yeah. that I know. And it's just been downhill. Yeah. Like, it was uphill for a little bit. But then it, as soon as things don't go exactly it's, what they thought mm -hmm. I could give them, even though I try to be as transparent as possible when, like, this is what I'm building. This is my thing. Um, you can be allowed to be in it, but you need to be able to give me something in return, mm -hmm. even though I can't give you anything in return. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is they have an image in their head, even though we're friends, I can't give them the image that they wanted from me. Right. Based on just, it almost feels like, like nobody's being honest with themselves either. Mm -hmm. They just see the dream. They see what's going on and they want to be a part of it because they want what comes from the, the potential good things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they see that there's a lot of money to be made in podcasts and stuff like that, but they don't really understand that it, you know, it takes extra time, extra work, extra dedication to get to that point because not everybody, unless you do what we're doing, Mm -hmm. Nobody understands the roller coaster of life that this shit puts you on. Yeah. It's yeah, there might be a, a week where your fucking mental health is at its absolute lowest because you know, you uh Oh yeah. Had nobody like I I just put out that away from you song and I i I was feeling pretty down about myself after the first couple of days because my streams and shit were down. And eventually, you know, it just you know, picked like during that time, it was a really hard time for me because I'm like, fuck, bro, you know, I'm not going the right way. Now I'm just starting to kind of go downhill a little bit. And it just, you know, you got to you got to persevere through that and keep fucking going. So, like, I don't I think I think the with him, he like when I do get in those moments, I text him like instantly. I'm like, yo, just so you know. I'm in a bad headspace right now. I don't feel like doing any of this. I don't feel like posting Instagram, but like he'll know about it instantly as soon as I'm like on the down. And when he's set on something, it's very fucking hard to get him out of it. Mm -hmm. When Tony's not having a good time, it is very fucking hard because I'm like, I'm the exact I, same. I, I'm very much like <laughs> that type of person when someone's not having fun, I will sit there and drill you until you have fun, not in a gay way. Um, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just sit there and poke at you until like, you it just, don't, it don't work for it me. It doesn't work with Tony. Dude. You can't like, I, I, I have a hard time changing plans. Like, uh, I guess I, I'm, I'm diagnosed bipolar depression, uh, ADHD, all this stuff, you know, and it's not BPD. an easy life. BPD shout out. 
it's not an easy life, you know, like, right. um, so like once we schedule something and we have a set time, if the time changes within 24 hours, I'm like, wow, uh-huh. just like, well, dude, even on Friday, like 30 minutes, like, cause we were like on a time crunch. We had to shoot a podcast and go to yeah. the event mm-hmm. and literally 30 minutes delayed was like a huge ordeal. Oh yeah. For me. Like, because I'm like, I'm, I have a hard time being flexible. Mm-hmm. So even, even today we got here a five, 10 minutes late and watching me set this shit up. I'm just like, I'm dialed in and I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like trying to get it done as soon as possible so I can relax before you get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing it while people are here. I feel right. like I'm on a clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. It's been a great pod. I could do this all day. Um, for wrap it up, do you want to like you do any shout outs? You got any events coming up or anything like that? Or shit, man, just dropping a whole bunch of music. We got a show yeah. um, April 9th at New Amsterdam Bar, um, and then we got a show coming in May at May or June at First Ave. We'll, so uh, we'll pop out at least one of those. Fuck sure. yeah! Fuck and yeah. also tune. Is it Tuesdays? Tune in Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's, I want to come to one of those. Tune in too, Tuesdays. 100%. It's uh yeah. Feel free. Feel like like, like I, was, I said, bro. If you don't got shit going on this Tuesday, slide with me. I was just about to say, tune in on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, do the music reviews. We're trying to do something like that too. Music merch reviews. Yeah. On, fuck on yeah, the dude. pod for like five ten minutes. I think if you did some music we're reviews doing on a, the pod, we're, we're doing sweet. a. Yeah. You can never have enough people doing music review, and that's the yeah. cool thing about it. Because like I said, you don't have enough people that do. You guys so charge to have somebody like submit their music no so what we do is we just let anybody that wants to submit music we give we post the email on like a backdrop because we have it all set up through the computer and so there's a backdrop that is on the screen that we type in the email to submit your music to and then we have options where if people are in a rush like if you come in and you got 10 minutes of time right okay and you want your shit played asap you send us five ten five bucks um, if you want to skip people, if, if we're, if we get a bunch of people that send five bucks and you don't want to wait for those people, you send 10 bucks, you're ahead of them. You know, it's just like, okay. it gives you yeah. the option, but at the same time, That's we don't, bad. nobody don't has to, to fucking pay shit. Yeah. You could, we can sit there all night and take free submissions. Cause it, I just like doing that shit, but some people are in a rush. So some people are like, I just want to play it now, get it over with. Or they, they're like, I'm tired of hearing what's been played yeah. and I want to. Yep. Whatever, yeah. so it's, I think tomorrow it's just we're doing be... like our first like review slash interview. We're doing a beer review tomorrow. Yeah, fucking amped. That's yeah. sick. That's, that's super dope. Yeah, Shout out to Victor's Brewery. I'm I'm pumped for that. I'm okay, amped. well, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, dude. hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to. Drop throw any ads or like shout out the, the music group just kind of tell people where they could find you and stuff hell yeah uh i'm tandy again uh you can find me on most platforms txn the mxn um tan the man was taken so i just changed the a's to x's um but yeah txn the man um or rock solid music on all platforms as well that's our music group um so either way feel free to tap in anytime Hell Perfect. Yeah. yeah oh, man. But check out those Tuesday music reviews as oh, well. Yeah. Shout out to Gotta Be Good. Thanks. Bro. My man. Gotta Be Good. Uh, it was great having you on. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It was a good time. Comment, like, subscribe. Don't text. Share. Just shoot a comment. Share that shit. Share the link, please. 
if you want to, like, we're not begging, but we're I just mean, begging. I mean, even if you oh, don't no. want to. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a gotta be good guy, so I'll tell you straight up, share the fucking shit. Share. My man. Share. My man. Or I don't like you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, hate you. All right. Tune in next time. We got more shit coming, events, merch, the website's up, more guests, people that you guys want to fucking... Put them in the comments. Mm-hmm. Let oh, us yeah. know who you guys want on, and we'll try our best to get them on. I feel like we're getting gooder. I hope so. That's the whole point. Hell That's yeah. the whole point. We Hell gotta yeah. get gooder here. G o o d r. It's not even a word. Gooder. <laughs> yes, sir. Hell yeah, dude. All right. That was, that was good. Good times, dude. Yeah, we can run. Perfect timing, man. I gotta leak again.